Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. I have had people say, you know, play something good. Like what? You know, something good. Is that a band? Is that a band name? Because you just, no, I want you to play something good. Like what? Something Tell good. Me something I, good. I was about to say, I usually pull that one out. <laughs> oh, you Did want you? something good? Oh, absolutely. Coming Tell up next. Oh, that's something fantastic. Good, good yes. for you. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show as we continue on with our July Extended Summer Series show. This is the fourth uh, interview that we're doing here on the Rock School Show. If you'd like to hear the other ones, by all means, go to the website, selu.edu slash rockschool. You'll see every one of them up there. Today, we're talking to a couple of DJs. I know I'm a DJ, but I mean a specific kind of DJ, a wedding disc jockey. You married? When you got married, did you have a reception? Did you hire a wedding DJ? I've always wanted to do a show on wedding DJs, and since I know a couple of them, I brought them into the studio. They are Rusty Gregoire and David Storm. By the way, David Storm is the owner of Omega Sound and Entertainment. And if you'd like to hire them after hearing the show, 985 503 3357, or you can go see them at their website, Omega Sound DJs. Put an S in there, omegasounddjs.com. So let's talk weddings and wedding disc jockeys with Rusty and David for an hour here on Rock School. I'm sitting here at the desk with a couple of wedding DJs, and they are man enough to admit it. Uh, straight across from me, Rusty Gregoire. Howdy. Hey there. And to my left, David Storm. Hi, thanks and for having I'll, me. I'll bet that. That's your real name, too, isn't it? Uh, legal and given, yes, sir. Oh, how about that? Yeah, my, as far uh, my, as you know. yeah, my, as far real, as I know, yeah. my real name is Joe Thunderclap. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that's I, your real name. I think we're related somewhere down the line. I'm sure in the uh, in the the area of world. I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> second cousins twice removed. Sure. Let's talk about the fact that now, you guys, I brought you in because I have always wanted to do a show about wedding DJs. You are both wedding DJs. You make at least large yeah. part of your living doing that. Mm-hmm. My wife and I did it for a while. So let's simply have a discussion about what it's like to be a wedding DJ. Now, I'm sure you do it differently than I did it low so many years ago. So, Rusty, give me an idea. You're hired. What equipment do you take out to a wedding? What what leaves the car? Uh, well, used to be that it would be uh, some decks and a bunch of records and a mixing uh, mixing board and some speakers, and it was this big ordeal. That's exactly now, what I did. It's a small little rack uh, that has a, an audio interface that connects to my computer and a hard drive that has enough music to play for two and a half years straight without repeating a song. <laughs> it's, it's no bigger than the palm of your hand. Correct. It literally ridiculous. fits in your hand. 
Really? That's it. That's it. And, and a couple of speakers. That's it. Let's say somebody, see, in my day, there was literally nothing that you could do if somebody came to you and said, I want to hear this song, and I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we grew our record collection by constantly subscribing to the Columbia Record Store. Do you even remember those? Oh, absolutely. <gasps> oh, yeah. I just kept, I kept again and penny. again and again. Ten yeah. for a penny. Exactly that. So I had all this stuff, and... If they requested a song I didn't have, tough luck. I don't have it. Right. Do you have the ability to Wi-Fi down a song? Can you just run to iTunes and get it? Uh, I We can. I don't. Why not? Uh, because uh, I have been to events where other DJs have and watched them as the, uh, they started to have download problems in the middle of a song. Oh, dear. And it starts hiccuping. Uh, at the place where I work, uh, I work at a school, mm-hmm. school prom. Uh, middle of a song, it starts hiccuping. Uh, song is... Dun, 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 dun. That's not dun, good. Dun, dun. It was awful. That's it was not awful. good. Just shut down the night. So <laughs> I kind of refuse to do that. If I don't have the song, you didn't want it. Or if I, if, yeah. if I can piggyback in, a lot of times nowadays with technology the way it is, people will come up to you with the music on their iPo- their iPhones or whatever. And, well, hey, man, I got this song right here. Can you play it? And it, it kind of puts you at a liability because if you're, if you're not familiar with the song, you don't know what you're about to play, right. how clean it is, how acceptable it's going to be. And then two, uh, trying to play a song off of somebody's phone, it, inevitably, um, if it's something they've got to stay connected to the internet to, you can't put them on silent or do not disturb or um, Murphy's Law dictates everything, you know, catch a phone call right in the middle of trying to play the song. you this uh, when i did it and maybe you can tell me i found that the tired word worn out songs you know if you're in a band and you suggest to the band let's play brown eyed girl someone's going to hit you with a blunt object because <laughs> it's just a song or let's play kansas city someone's let's play old time rock and roll someone's going to hit you with a blunt object however at weddings i found those songs worked and i theorized that they worked because they were so perfectly in the middle of everybody's like list. Mm-hmm. The older people were okay with it because it wasn't too hard or funky or rappy. The young kids could follow it, and it, it's it sort of had universal appeal. Is that still the thing? Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, universally appealing. That is absolutely uh, what those songs are, for you, sure. Are there? I mean, do you have the, the 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 group of ten or eleven songs that you play every time you go out there, and they yes. just work? Absolutely. Yeah. The three that I've mentioned. Any others that come up? Boogie Shoes, Celebration, are, are hot for me. Oh, Celebration by Cool and the Gang. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could have sung that one the day I, after I died. I, I, <laughs> it's it's just about an every show starter for me, and it has gotten to the point where I could almost have nightmares about it if I wanted to. <laughs> But um, but if you've got a crowd that has come to dance and have a good time, it uh-huh. hits every time. Every really? time. Yeah. And it's what? When did it come out? Early eighties. Nineteen eighty. Wow. I start every every dance floor set. Uh, Jackson Five. I want you back. Yep. Uh, hmm. It it brings everybody out. That's the sixties. In, mm-hmm, into boogie shoes. 
uh, into Footloose, into Celebration. Uh, wow. And by the time I'm in the middle of Celebration, the dance floor is completely packed out. No kidding. Those four songs kill every time. Yeah. That knocks me out. You know what used to, this is going to sound weird, but you know what was, when I was doing it, one of the biggest songs? Do you remember the Humpty Dance? <laughs> yes. Everybody wanted the Humpty Dance. And they would do it, too. Mm-hmm. And there's the, there's a line in the song where he goes, step off, I'm doing the hump. <laughs> every, guys would, every guy would run up to another guy, step off, I'm doing the hump. And I was like, poke my wife, and I go, watch this, watch this. And s- at least 10 guys would, step off, I'm doing the hump. I'm thinking to myself, I'm getting paid to do this, man. Uh-huh. Do you have a group of absolutely will not play songs because you know they just simply like Wild E. Coyote, off the cliff, little puff of smoke at the bottom? I, that was dead. I'll silence. jump in. I'll <laughs> I'll jump in and answer that first. Music is so the universe of music is so expanse and mm-hmm. so big. Um, and when you're thinking about a wedding, you really only have uh, you know three hours down here in the south traditionally for receptions. Uh, yeah. Most times that breaks down to two hours worth of danceable, playable music. That's 120 minutes at an average of four songs a minute. You've got like you've got like 30 songs that you can play from in this expanse universe. Um, so I don't really spend a whole lot of time focusing on what I'm not going to play as much as I would spend time focusing on on what 30 are going to be the killers, which ones I do want to play. Um, certainly there are songs that if people go up, people come up and they'll ask me for a song, I can say, oh, it's a great time for this, or it's not a great time for this. And I can yeah. recognize those things and I can look at them and uh, politely say, yeah, I'll do my best to slide it in whenever I can. And it never... I never can, oh, if, so if you, that makes sense. You but, do yeah. the equal to the radio. I'll see what I can do. Yep, totally. <laughs> yeah. I'll yes. take it a step further. Um, you never know what people are going to enjoy. A good DJ, the job is to watch the crowd yeah. uh, and to react to what they're they're playing up to. Uh, I would, if, if there was a song I wouldn't play right now, it would be something like Gangnam Style. Like mm-hmm. something that's completely yes. dated and whatever. But if it, was, if it would work for the crowd and somebody comes up and requests it, I'll play it. There is nothing that I wouldn't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess if that answers your question, there is nothing I wouldn't play. Yeah. Uh, there is stuff that the I would prefer dance. not to play right? Uh, because well, I just don't like it. You know what's funny about not playing in something? I Maybe people still say this, but I'm playing these songs and people are up in the dance floor going nuts. And every time, you know, at least it was at least once every, probably every other one, somebody would come up and go, why don't you play something good? Yeah. Oh, God. Do you hear I've, that phrase still? I've never heard that before ever. Oh. Every wedding. And what's funny Three is... Three times a wedding. It, my response to that was always, oh, from the something good pile. Right. I've been playing from the horrible music yes. pile. What's, do you have a specific statement you say back? I do. I'll look at them and I'll, I'll turn them around to yep. show them everybody dancing on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, defini- uh, which definition of good would you like me to choose from? <laughs> <laughs> if everybody else is dancing but you, maybe it's your definition of good that needs to be in question. That's right. We're not, we're not going to dance to you know, STP. Right. There's a different kind of music. 
play something good like what metallica Go yeah great at weddings. what's what's coming up next i have had people say you know play something good like what you know something good is that a band is that a band name because you, you no i want you to play something good like what? Something Tell good. Me something good. I was about to say, I usually pull that one out. Oh, Did you want you? something good? Oh, absolutely. Coming Tell up next. Oh, that's fantastic. Good, good yes. for you. Absolutely. mentioned reading the crowd mm-hmm. and this is the thing that always drives me crazy about you know you, you see a club or something like that and the the owner of the club will will spend all this money on a bar and all this money on a dance floor and all this money on electronics and they don't have his brother mm-hmm. play the music not realizing that a true dj somebody who really knows what they're doing will watch the crowd mm-hmm. and i mean his brother will probably play nothing but pump and stuff and look at how full the dance floor is the problem is the the club's dead by 10 30. where mm-hmm. is everybody well they're tired mm-hmm. man you you have destroyed them there is an ebb and a flow you got it Absolutely. tell us how to read a crowd well I, I move a crowd i move them through time uh i don't know if that makes sense to you i'll try to break it down so like at the beginning of the night uh when, when we start with a cocktail hour mm-hmm. it'll be 50s and 60s music uh, that gets to the to the older crowd that's there that's uh, just coming for the first hour to see the family. And then when I start the dance floor up, uh, I move 60s, 70s into the 80s using the disco and stuff to pull them out to the dance floor. I told you my first four songs. Right. That hits that vein you know, right off the top. Uh, usually uh, we'll have uh, the the cake cutting or something that, that cuts the, the, the time in half. Uh, and then I'll come back with the 90s right so it's i'm moving them through time mm-hmm. and it allows for people to uh as as the older crowd leaves the dance floor the younger crowd is coming up and they're more liquored up that's brilliant um, you also have to watch for what you said people are getting tired you get three dance songs in a row you have to play something slow mm-hmm. you have to give them a second to breathe right uh, and if you don't they'll be tired in the first 30 minutes and yeah. you'll look like a really bad DJ. Right. Give them a, give them a chance to go there. Cause there's nobody out there. Right. Give them a chance to go get a drink, get Certainly. something to eat, sit and talk for a couple songs and then play a monster where they, they, at their table, nothing was happier to me was when I started a song and some table went, Oh, and threw yes. their hands up and <laughs> ran yep. to the dance floor. I had mm-hmm. done something right. Right. That, that made sense to me. The dance floor is empty and everybody's a little bit tired, so we need to take a one-minute break. We'll be back in just a moment to speak again with Rusty and David here on Rock School. going 26 years mm-hmm. you say you've been going I'm, I'm pointing at rusty good radio joe i'm pointing at rusty <laughs> you've been going 26 years not you, in a row necessarily we, Dave, i've done other things but yeah. oh i understand but yeah. still this has been a consistent Certainly. thing on oh, yeah. off and you've been going 24 mm-hmm. what what changes have you seen or could you have walked in 
other than the songs, could you have walked in 17 years ago or take a show from 17 years back and it would work today? What's the what's the changes? I know I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't tell you any Technology of these questions Technology is the beforehand. major change. That's the yeah, major change. That's the major change for yeah. sure. Again, when I started, actually when I started uh, in 1991, I had a uh, an S10 pickup truck with speakers in the back of it and I would I had a tape deck in it and would go to parties and would play uh play music for the party the good and ones. i had a cassette player in the truck that i would fast forward to other songs so i could hot swap oh swip swap yeah the, the the cassettes out so i was the that was my first djing in 1991 uh it was a halloween party i remember it vividly so it started there but my first real setup was uh like i said turntables and records mm-hmm. uh, so it took a, a a truck the full bed of a truck to haul everything in uh, I have been current, not currently, but the last car I was driving was just a little small two door, uh, little coupe that everything yeah. fit in a trunk. Yeah. And it was, you know, two little speakers, a little rack and my computer. You say two little speakers. How many Watts are you pushing? A uh, thousand a piece. Oh, that's not terrible. Uh, no, no, no. They're, yeah. Yeah, it's more than adequate. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. If you the, wanted to, you could make the technology ears meet. again shrunk it down into something that uh, yeah. that it's it's a large thousand. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, I was they they will play uh, for and you and I were talking. Venues. We use the same speakers certainly, and neither one of them, neither one of us. Uh, only on rare occasions do we really have to open them up. Right. Yeah. I played at half volume. What do you What do you drive then? Do you bring a Do you bring an actual amplifier or nope. will they? They're powered. It. Yep. They're powered. Yep. Really. I, I I used to have to bring an amplifier mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and the speakers, bring the whole thing up, and you you know that an amplifier is a touchy little thing, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what I did, but the failsafe in the amplifier tripped, mm. and I was like 20 minutes out from the show, and mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, did I blow a fuse, did I what have you? And it's one of those things that after a while it came back, mm-hmm. but boy, it was two minutes before the show got underway, and I'm you know you're ready to go, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna die right here in my own sweat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was scary stuff. So if I can answer that that same question, sure. The, would the show from 17 years ago work today? Um, maybe. Uh, I think that now uh, we're dealing with a different generation of people getting married. In most cases, um, the younger people getting married now. Uh, you know, you're 20 years old now. You were born back in '97. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know they they have they have very different expectations. Now personalization is is the thing. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to make it their wedding, and they don't want to do what their mom did or or what their friend did or their cousin did. They want to find this new way to try to personalize it, whether it be through uh, different lighting options or venue decor or or even music choices. A lot of them. Uh, also come in and they just want to have that throwdown party with their favorite music from start to finish, which right. in a lot of cases is your modern top 40 of rap and hip hop, pop and stuff like that, uh, which doesn't translate. You're not really giving any consideration to your your older folks, your aunts and uncles, parents, grandparents, things like that. Um, 17 years ago, everybody was, uh, pun intended, married to the etiquette of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Right. Where these are the things that everybody does. So these are the things that you will do. And all that's out the window now. Is mm-hmm. that true? Because it was like every every single, even the people that said to me, we don't know what to do, tell us. Mm-hmm. All the way up to the mom, like you say, the momzillas or what we call the mobs, the mother of the brides. Yeah. Um, even the ones that were, you know, I want this and this and this and I know exactly what. They were basically the exact mm-hmm. same wedding every single time. I don't disagree with you. I think you could probably get away with 60% 
of a 17 yeah. year ago wedding with that playlist uh, and and just pepper in the new music later on in the night and I think you could still get away with it and the and the format except for like you say as some millennials is pretty much the same mm-hmm. it's the yeah. same dances same stuff mm-hmm. I think the formula is the same but yeah. it, you know when I go back and I think about things that I was doing 10 years ago 15 years ago mm-hmm. it's the exact same formula where you know like you mentioned earlier you know it's a it's a formula that I stick to as well you kind of graduate through times and eras and and genres um, so you know what is what is your modern pop 40 now your your top 40 at the end of the night those big hits from current radio uh, now you just might play them earlier in the night to make room for what what was the top 40 then. Right. Now gets played earlier to make room for what is top 40 now. Right. The music so, just pyramided. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, how about that? Mother-in-law. I think I have the best story. Tell me your craziest story, that one story that sticks out in your mind that either something went horribly, horribly wrong. Oh, I can see the faces. I got a good one. Okay. And it just happened. I, All right. I'll, let's, I'll let let's you go, go first, and then I'll, I'll go second. Because I think I Mine got is the a little best. more dated. I got the best. Go okay. ahead. Hit it. Okay. So just like a month ago, I was playing a very upscale wedding. Um and I had a guy at the beginning of the night. Do you know this story? I oh, might yeah. have heard it once. Okay, at, go at ahead. The, once or seven <laughs> times. Uh, at the beginning of the night, he comes and he requests a song. And it was one that I couldn't play. Again, I, I told you I moved people through time. Right. I couldn't play it that early because it was an, an 80s song and I was in the 60s. Okay. Uh, so I said, uh, absolutely, I'll play that song for you in just a little bit. Uh, just give me a, a, a little bit to get everything uh, started. And he just kind of looked at me funny and he was, no, I want you to play the song. Oh, was, do you? Well, well, sir, this isn't a, a request DJ situation. I will take your request, uh, and and I'll I promise I'll play it in just a little bit, uh, but I cannot play it right now. And he got mad and he walked away. <laughs> um, I get through the formals and open up uh, the the dance floor, and I'm in the '70s. And again, this is an '80s song. So uh, he comes up right after I open the dance floor up, and he says, "I want you to play my song right now." Do you remember what the song was? Oh yeah. Absolutely. I'd, I'd written it down. I'll tell you in a second. Oh, okay. Go ahead. It, it, totally, it totally makes sense. <laughs> I, I ruined your flow. Go ahead. Uh, so, so he comes back and he asks again, and I said, I'm going to get that in just a few minutes for you. And he said, I want you to play the song now and curse me. <laughs> I love it. And at that moment, I was like, nope, I'm not playing your song anymore. I didn't say that. I said, yeah. ah, well, this is this not request to have a big list over here, sir. I promise I'll get to you. If I can fit it in, yeah. I'll work it out. Um, <laughs> and he gets mad, and he, he curses me again and walks away. Um and so I, I, I set the song to the side, and I was thinking about working it out. But I, every time I looked out in the crowd, I see the guy, and he's mean mugging me. He's staring me down. Yeah. Just angry. So I was, no, I'm not, I'm not going to play it. So I get through the whole night. Great night. Everybody partying. Uh, fantastic. At the end of the night, uh, there was a second line uh, where I play the song, and the, the crowd is going to walk outside uh, and walk around the building and then come back through. Excellent. As soon as the crowd goes out, he comes up to the dance floor and starts cussing me out. 
just yelling and yelling and yelling and I'm not good for nothing. And uh, he pulls out a, a set of beads. It's a Mardi Gras theme set of beads and he lifts it up like he's going to hit me. He says, I can't believe you didn't play my song. I'll tell you what the song is. Okay. Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News. Okay. And I said, are you kidding? You're mad at me over the power of love? <laughs> and I said, man, I think the power of Christ might compel you to leave at this point. And he says, I ought to slap you in the face and takes a swing at me. You're not a little boy. I'm not. No. And I grabbed his hand in midair yeah. and, and tried to shove him away. But I wound up having him hit himself in the face. <laughs> On accident. Oh, yeah. But it was awesome. Oh, yeah. That sounds terrible he left, on accident. He, he picked himself up off the floor, walked out the door, and then the crowd came back in right at that moment. Perfect. Perfect timing. No one saw anything. And I was, hey, everybody, thanks so much for having a good time with us tonight. You guys be safe. Excellent. Oh, Storm, beat that. Okay, so uh, mine was not quite as recent. Uh, a couple of years ago, and we were doing this wedding in one of the nice downtown New Orleans hotels. Okay. And the bride says, look, um, my mom has invested a lot of time and money in this, and she has picked out the music. She doesn't want to embarrass any of her oh, friends and family. Is this an MOB problem? Uh, this is this is a momzilla problem. Yeah, okay. So she says, um, she said she's going to have the list for you when you get there, but it's all stuff that she thinks that you should have. Uh, okay, whatever you want to do, Fair it's enough. fine by me. Uh, I'm a, a DJ who firmly believes that it's all about the bride and the groom. It's their memories for that day. It's nobody else's day. But if that's what you want to do as the bride, I, I captain and I follow. Sure. So I get there and I sit up and mom comes and she introduces herself to me and she hands me this list. And it's a stapled list of paper, front and back, three pages. And it's all Bob Denver, Waylon Jennings, um, old classic country, Patsy Cline. How old are the bride and groom? The bride and groom are mid-20s. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's not going to work at all. No. So I, I bring the list over to the bride when they get in during the cocktail hour when we're playing more kind of generic stuff. And mm -hmm. say, have you seen this list? And she no, I haven't seen it. And I showed it to her. And she goes, <sighs> okay, well, it's mom. Uh, we we just got to do. No, I, I said it's your day, I, and I, that's what I told her. I said, look, really honestly, this is your day, but again, you make the call. So if you want to appease mom, we'll appease mom. So we played, and for the first hour, uh, crickets, nothing, nobody moved. Everybody, like sometimes you get the people that don't want to dance, but they yeah. enjoy the songs, and they're sitting at the table, and you can see them bopping their head or moving their feet or nothing, just nothing. Ugh. And the bride walks up to me at that point. She goes, you know what? I don't care anymore. I want to hear Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas. You got it. Yes, ma'am. Aye, aye, Captain. It was up next. <laughs> I said, yeah, it's coming up like right now. Go get your friends and get ready. So I go ahead and play the song. And Here comes mom. she and a mass of people make their way to the dance floor. Fun is being had. Good times. And here comes mom. Oh, yeah. This is not on my list. Change it now. <laughs> and she turned around and walked away. Like she's just fussing at the hired help. I said, no, ma'am. And she <laughs> stopped right in her step and turned back. I'm sorry, what did you say? I said, no, ma'am, I'm not going to stop playing this song. Your daughter specifically asked for this song, and this is her wedding. So I'm going to make a memory for her. 
I want her to leave having had a good time at her wedding. Thank you for and, growing guts on the bride. Right. So mom is livid, <laughs> livid, storms across the dance floor, grabs the bride who's dancing with her friends oh, no. right behind the elbow, just pinches right behind the elbow and walks her off. And there's this little area where things were hidden. And you can hear them across the room arguing over the loud system. Oh, no. And I can't get it much louder without it being uncomfortable. Right. And it's awkward. And then you hear, and then mom storms oh, out. Mom hit not her. to be seen again. Mom slaps her in the face at the wedding. Oh, no. At this point, I'm feeling like maybe I should have. This is all your fault, Storm. Different. Yeah, it's all my <laughs> fault. So I feel terrible. And I go up to the bride and I was like, oh, I'm so, what can I do? She was like, no, you know what? I don't even care anymore. Mom's gone. It's my party. The crazier songs you have, the better. And we ended up having the best night from that point on. Wow. Mom's, mom's lame's friends ended up following her out. Uh, good time was had by all. And I actually ended up making a $100 tip from the bride afterwards. Wow. <laughs> so, that yeah. had to be intensely uncomfortable. Uh, to put it mildly. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I bet you were. I was. I would have been a little concerned that somebody was waiting for me in the parking lot. I, if it weren't for the fact that we had the service entrance parking for yeah. the hotel, where I know that no regular person knew where it was. Oh. Uh, yeah, I totally would have been. Stick with us. We're going to cut the cake in one minute. But first, we got to take that break here on Rock School. I don't know if I can follow that one. Top that, Mr. Burns. <laughs> All right, here we go. I had been, remember, I was up north when this was happening. I was doing this mostly through my PhD. So I did it for about three and a half years. Okay. So we get this wonderful, wonderful gig. And we get there, set up. And again, there's people everywhere and they're really having a wonderful time. And, and we're playing, and we're having a good time. And it's time for the bride to enter in. I mean, here she comes and she's going to come in by herself. And her father comes to me and says, when my, when my daughter comes in, I want you to hit this button. And I said, well, what is this? And he points across and he said, it's going to operate that. And I said, that's a fog machine. It said on the side of it, fog mm -hmm. machine. I'm not a genius. It said fog machine. And he said, yep, she's going to come in walking on a cloud. And I said, no, no. What you want is a dry ice right. machine. Mm -hmm. This is a fog machine. He goes, oh, it's the same thing. Said, no, no, sir, <laughs> it's not. This is a fog machine. What it does, did you already fill it? Yeah. Well, you poured, I think, glycerin inside mm -hmm. of it, and it's going to get that super hot, and it's going, and she's in a lace dress, and she's going to be covered in oil, and this is, this is bad on every level. I don't care. Just push the button. And I said, no, I won't do it. He hands it to my wife mm -hmm. and says, no tip, no anything if you don't push the button. And I said, sir, I can make a call where in downtown somewhere there's got to be a, a dry ice machine mm -hmm. please don't do this okay mm -hmm. so in walks the bride and my wife looks at me and closes her eyes and hits the button now it takes about two minutes for this thing to mm -hmm. heat up because he looks at me and i pointed at it and there's the little red light mm -hmm. 
it started doing exactly what a fog machine does. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I mean, this was one of the best puppies you could buy. It went everywhere. And again, it's this oily stuff. Mm-hmm. The fire alarm goes off. Oh. And I swear this is true. Yeah. The fire alarm goes off. The elevators stop where they are. Ugh. People are in the elevator. It's maybe seven minutes later. In come the cops. Mm-hmm. Now guess whose fault this is? Yours. Mine, of course. Correct. Who pushed the button? Me. So, yeah, we shut down the whole party for about, I don't know, 45 minutes until I told them what it was. And there's people from the hotel with big, like, round silver plates going, whoopa, 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 trying mm-hmm. to get this stuff out. And it finally got going after a while. And at the end of the night, I, I went up to the guy and I said, well, we've played our three hours. Are you interested? Go away. Okay. And but you we said earn left. our tip, sir. <laughs> right. We left. The, the silver lining to that dark cloud is that nice Toledo hotel that I'm still trying to imagine <laughs> had no sprinkler system. No, it never sprinkled. Oh, it never man. sprinkled. But the thing went off. My goodness. That was, I mean, that was scary. ask you a question since you do it professionally still why on earth should anybody even hire a dj anymore when like you said they've got their phone they've got probably an old ipod or a zune for goodness sake why why would anybody even hire a dj so there's a lot of things that a good dj can offer you that an ipod can't um Mm -hmm. if you're if you're hiring a dj and they're Technology being what it is in the 2000 zums that we're in now. Yeah. Um, you don't know what year it is, Storm? Uh, I, I believe it's 17. There is you it? go. Fantastic. Um, people can go out now and do they can like, get... Do you like pudding, too? Good I love for you. Tapioca, I do. Excellent. Um, <laughs> go ahead. I like the little gummy beaties. Um, <laughs> no, but people can go out now and with your iTunes subscriptions and, and instant access to things like YouTube and Spotify and, and I, Apple Music and everything, you can go and you can buy a cheap pair of powered speakers and plug your phone right up into it and look, Mom, I'm a DJ. Uh, but there's, there's no accounting for... Um, the science and the education that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know I can speak for Rusty when I say that uh, between the two of us, we're probably looking at, I would dare say, over 50 years of combined experience in the business. I've been doing it 26. Mm-hmm. You've been 26. I'm at 24. So we're right at 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, having that experience, you see things, you know, we've had these stories and all this, uh, but you learn what it re- what is required. And one of the most important things that's required to make a wedding uh, successful it's not necessarily the music as much as it is the combination of the music and having a proper master of ceremonies. And that's what having a DJ can provide for you. Controls if you have somebody, the flow. 
totally. Like you mentioned earlier, there is that ebb and flow, but there's there's only an ebb and flow if there's somebody there to make the ebbs ebb and the flows flow. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that that the DJ does. The DJ, you know, like you mentioned, moving them through the night, mm-hmm. moving them through the music is one thing, but you're also moving them from dance to dance to cutting the cake to throwing the bouquet through the garter tosses, making sure that everything happens in a timely fashion where you're coordinating with all of the other vendors, photographers, videographers. So one is an outside smoking when something important happens or or those kinds of things. Um, it's it's that organizational aspect that makes a DJ really important. And then on top of it, if you get someone that has that experience as well, not only are they going to be a master of ceremonies with vast music knowledge, but you might find somebody who is an entertainer as well. Someone who can um, encourage people to sing along with songs at, at appropriate times, or someone who might know some of the line dances who can get out there and kind of break the ice so things don't feel uncomfortable for people because nobody wants to be the first. Um, so be being a DJ is a lot more than being the guy who pushes play. There are so many other aspects to being a DJ now that, that weddings really benefit from and truly require. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. When I was there, I was in charge. You're having fun. Just turn your brain off. Let me do it. Yep, Don't I got get upset. This. Yeah, I got this. If That's you're upset, what you're paying at, me for. Right. If you're upset mm-hmm. at the end of the night, we'll talk about refund. But right now, turn it off. Eat your cake. Be with your friends. Let me do it. Because I, I know what I'm doing. Just stay. You know as well as anybody does, you've worked at this radio station that it's going to air on, and the other affiliates that it's going to air on are all, um, are all. why can't I come up with it, um, non-commercial radio stations. So you can't do any kind of a, uh, a statement that would entice somebody. But if you wish to go ahead and say the name of your company and the uh, phone number for them to get in touch with you, sure, go right ahead. Uh, the name of the company is Omega Sound and Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the phone number is 985-503-3357. That's 985-503-3357. And in a disc jockey voice. I, I apologize. I couldn't <laughs> help. It's in the blood. Couldn't help. <laughs> it's just... So once again, Rusty Gregoire and what is obviously his real name, David Storm mm-hmm. uh, from Omega Sound. I can't tell you how much I'm happy you guys came in and spoke to me. And uh, it's we had a great time. An good honor. fun. Absolutely. Good fun. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you. you.